Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. What a wonderful day this is. For today, we celebrate 70 years of ministry in a congregation that has seen its entire membership almost completely turn over every four to six years as students come to and graduate from Purdue University. Just think of how many people have been touched by this ministry over the past 70 years. And those people who have been touched upon leaving Purdue have spread out over the entire globe. People from all of these United States of America, from Asia, Africa, Europe, South America, Australia, India, and to the ends of the earth. We definitely have reason to celebrate. We can thank God for all of the faithful pastors who have preached here, from Pastor Preach Weber, to Pastor Raymer and Pastor Padal, to Pastor James Barton, and by God's grace, this continues in this ministry. We can thank God for the countless church leaders that have had their taste of leadership, serving their first taste of leadership, serving on University Lutheran Church's choir, council, and other activities. And we can thank God for all of the young men who, led by the Holy Spirit, accepted God's call to be servants of the word and became pastors themselves. And we can also thank God for Pastor Bristol, Pastor Keeker, and other pastors who have given their time here. And for Pastor Cho, for Pastor Lim, and now Pastor Toby Schmidt, who helped the serving pastors make this ministry into an international ministry for all students. And we can also thank God for the community members in West Lafayette who have given this ever-changing ministry a sense of stability. It's actually in large part due to their efforts that we are able to take on such a huge project of adding on to this beautiful church. And we thank God for the gifts of alumni, community members, and lovers of campus ministry worldwide who, for all of their contributions and turning this dream of a building project into a reality. This in addition will, it will increase our visibility, accessibility, and usability of what God has already blessed us with. We are so thankful for this ministry. In fact, We can look around at all of these blessings. We can be tempted to think, look at all that we have done. We can be tempted to think, God must be so proud of all of our efforts. Well, thankfully, our gospel lesson sets things straight. In our gospel lesson, we see a man named Zacchaeus. He is a liar, a cheat, a thief. 
He used his employment as a tax collector to take from his community members. You see, he collected people's taxes for the state, and when he did, he would be sure to take a little more than what was required. And he would take this little extra, and he would line his own pockets with it. And as you can imagine, the people looked at this man as the lowest of lows. If they wanted a prime example of what a sinner looked like, they would say, take a look at Zacchaeus. Now, what does that have to do with us here, celebrating 70 years of accomplishment in ministry? Well, we are no different than Zacchaeus. Now, we may or may not be thieves, but we have all, each and every one of us, placed our own needs above and sometimes at the expense of other people. We have all lived our lives as if we've mattered most and as if other people were only there to help us get ahead in life. We have seen other people as either tools or obstacles for us as we seek to fulfill our own destinies. My friends, like Zacchaeus, we here are poor, miserable sinners. So what accomplishment do we have to celebrate here today? Well, when we look at ourselves, the answer is absolutely nothing. There has been nothing, absolutely zero, in ourselves that we have to be proud of today. So why are we here? And why do we insist on celebrating? Well, in our gospel, we see the answer. Here we see this rich, miserable sinner named Zacchaeus curious about a man named Jesus. He wondered if he could really be the Christ. He wondered if he indeed could be, as one preacher put it, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He was curious. And this same Jesus he heard was coming to his town. So when Jesus came, Zacchaeus was getting, was seeking to see who this Jesus was. But on the count of the crowd, he could not because he was very short. So he ran up ahead of the crowd and he climbed up into a sycamore tree to see Jesus, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Now when the people saw this, they all grumbled and they said, why has he gone to stay at the house of a man who is a sinner? Why couldn't Jesus, if he really is the Christ, choose to stay with somebody who deserves it? 
Why can't he see all the good things that all the other people are doing and choose to stay with them? Why would he want to stay with the lowest of the lows? Zacchaeus. We could ask the same thing. You see, the countless people that have gone through University Lutheran Church over the past 70 years did not deserve a single good thing from God. It's not as if God looked at our efforts and said, wow, you guys are trying pretty hard. I'd like to come and stay with you guys. No, my friends, quite the opposite. For the past 70 years, this place called University Lutheran has been a place where people no better than Zacchaeus have gathered. I mean, if people only knew the ways that we've cheated, the ways that we've lied, the way that we've used other people, if they only heard the ways that we've talked badly about other people, if they only saw the sites that we visited on the internet, if they only knew the darkness of our thoughts, our words, and our deeds, the people outside would have to grumble. They would have to say, there is no way that this God-made flesh, this Jesus, would go and stay with them. My friends, thank God he does. For just as Jesus told Zacchaeus, I must stay at your house today, he says to us, I must stay at this house, this house filled with sinners. I must go there today. He passed through Purdue University in his word and sacrament 70 years ago. And our crucified and risen Lord has stayed even to this day as we are gathered here in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus visited Zacchaeus' house, he turned that house of a wretched sinner into a house of of salvation. He said today, salvation has come to this house, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save the lost. My friends, we were lost, but Jesus sought us out. We were lost, my friends, But Jesus came, and he died the death that our sins deserved. We were lost, but this same Jesus rose from the dead, and he washed our sins away in his baptismal water. We were lost, but in Jesus we are found. And like Zacchaeus, we receive our Lord joyfully when he comes to us in his flesh and his blood from the altar. We receive him joyfully as he baptizes us 
in his name. And we receive him joyfully as he wipes our every tear away. As he says, I forgive you all of your sins. And when Zacchaeus was found by Jesus, it absolutely changed the man. This poor, miserable sinner was transformed into somebody that trusted God and loved his neighbor. And in his joy, he said, Behold, half of all my goods I give to the poor, and if I've cheated or wronged anybody, I restore what I wronged them fourfold. His joy, in his joy, it made it so that he no longer had to steal or use others for self-gain. His joy, it opened his eyes to see that everything that he ever needed, God's hand had provided. He was no longer a slave to self-fulfillment. He was transformed into a beautiful saint who cared for other people. My friends, for the past 70 years, our Lord has come to the Purdue, Uni- the Purdue community in his word and in his sacrament. He has come to seek and to save the lost. That's us. And for the past 70 years, he has daily and richly forgiven our sins and the sins of all believers He has transformed this house of sinners into a house of salvation. And on the last day, he'll raise me and he'll raise all the dead and give eternal life to all the saints at University Lutheran and all believers in Christ. On that last of that last day, St. John wrote, And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them. And they will be his people. And God himself will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death it shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. The former things have passed away. And he who is seated on the throne says, Behold, I am making all things new. What a day will that day will be. It will put this day to shame. For this building, this brick and mortar known as University Lutheran, it is not eternal. Nor is the addition that we are breaking ground for today. This actual building is founded on stones that will crumble. But the church that meets in this building is not founded on crumbling stone. No, built on the rock, the church shall stand.
even when steeples are falling. Jesus is the rock. He is the salvation that has come to this house. And on the last day, he will make all things new and give us a house of everlasting salvation, not built with human hands. It's true. We celebrate today the past 70 years that Jesus has dwelt with us sinners in this house. He has wiped away our tears as we've come to hear his word and sacrament. And he has daily transformed us, us, wretched sinners, into people that trust him and love our neighbor. But on this day, our hope is renewed for an even greater day. The day when Jesus returns and takes us from this valley of sorrows where this house of salvation sits to an everlasting joy in heaven where the house of our heavenly Father sits. And speaking of his Father's house, Jesus himself has promised you and I I go to prepare a place for you and I will come again and I will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And now may the peace that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds until that day when Jesus returns for you. Amen.